And I was like, <laughs> you are, you, mm. yes, yes, I approve. He's in. 100%. You are Welcome in. Welcome to Wizard Opinions. <laughs> That's what I told him. I said, you have to be you on the show You don't know it yet, but you just made the biggest mistake of your life. Hi, this is Jesse Backstrom. Thank you for tuning in to Wizard Opinions. This episode gets a little weird because we talk mostly about throwing up, but there's also some uh, interesting bits thrown in between to try to mix things up a bit. Uh, thank you, and I'm sorry. I want to tell some stories about my travels. Yeah, let's do some let's do some holiday relating about that. that. So you got injured. If it's a Jesse story, five years ago, (laughs) way way back, I'm gonna take you on a journey here. We go way way back to five Uh, years ago. uh, I was dating my wife. I had not yet proposed to her, and we visit her family in Miami. Have a fantastic time. It's wonderful. But her family that visited Miami from Venezuela brought over an awful stomach virus. And, of course, they all have some kind of herd immunity to it, so they get a little sick, but they're fine. I end up in the emergency room. And this is the first time I've met all of these people. I fall unconscious at their house, along Mm -hmm. with all the accoutrement that comes with uh, a proper awful stomach virus. I get so dehydrated I pass out. They drive me to the emergency room. I pass out in the bathroom of the emergency room and have to be put in a wheelchair and taken back. But, of course, I was just super dehydrated. So, you know, a couple a couple saline bags in the IV, and I was fine. Fast forward. Nice. So, this past holiday is the first time I visited Miami since that happened. And, actually, that trip was kind of where I decided that I wanted to propose to my wife. That, that original trip to Miami because her family's awesome. Super great people. Meeting them just kind of cemented that for me. So this time we visit. Everything's cool. And th- we're staying there for a week. And on the fourth day, the youngest child gets a stomach virus. And I, I start being super careful. I'm like, this is not going to happen to me again. And I, you know, I use Purell basically every three steps. Like, I stay on top of it. I do everything I can to protect myself. Oh, yeah. So, it comes up New Year's Day. We're going to fly back to Austin. I wake up and I'm not feeling good. But the night before was New Year's Eve. We had a lot of snacks. When you have a lot of snacks, you always have a lot of cheese, and I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm just not digesting last night well. I'm going to skip breakfast, and I'll probably feel fine by the time I get back to Austin. Mm. So, I go to the airport, and on the way to the airport, I never get motion sick. I've never gotten motion sickness in my life uh, unless there was some other thing affecting me, and I was terribly motion sick in the car on the way to the airport, and I was like, no. This is it. I've got it. I'm going down. This is like, I can just, you feel that knot in your stomach that wants to rise. You're just like, no, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I just have to make it to my gate. And then I can do what, you know, my flight leaves in like an hour. Just make it to my gate. Just got to make it to the gate. Just got to make it to the gate. So I make it to security and I'm in, there's, you know, hundreds of people behind me. And we make it to the TSA agent where I hand over my boarding pass and my driver's license and as i'm handing her my driver's license and boarding pass in one hand i have to 
throw a hand up to my mouth uh, to prevent vomit from just spewing all over this oh, lady. And I oh, managed to catch wow. it. There was no incidence, but I threw up and swallowed it probably seven times no, while going through airport uh, security huh? in Miami. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Because you feel that, like, fever, hot sweat just just peak up. And I'm trying to get, like, my laptop out of my backpack and pull it over. And I'm having to, like, you know, cover my mouth and catch. And looking at people like, Happy New Year. Shouldn't have drank too much. Because I don't want them to, like, kick me out of the airport because I've got a stomach virus. And, uh... Oh god. It was truly awful. Oh, wow. But I have to say I am I'm a very sanitary person. I have a very good like infectious person etiquette. So I was I was properly handling myself so as not to spread a disease. You know what I'm saying? That's very that's very stressful. But I do make it to the gate and I immediately just go to the restroom and take care of all the business I got to take care of in there. It was about an hour until my flight leave and I get out and my flight's delayed. Because I was in the restroom uh. for like 45 minutes and I was like, okay, if I don't come out of the restroom now, I'm going to miss my flight. So, and by the way, there were two janitors inside of the restroom the entire 45 minutes I was throwing up. So, why? I don't really know what their deal was, why they were just chilling in the bathroom, what boss they were trying to escape. But as I came out of the stall, uh, both of them just look at me and go, Feliz Años! Happy New Year! <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, okay, cool. Everyone is just assuming that I'm, right. you know, hungover. <laughs> exactly. Or something. Or Which something. I'm cool with. So, my wife Dude. is trying to take care of me as best she could. She's got some, like, uh, uh, not Pepto-Bismol, but what's the name of the other one? The one that starts with an L. Uh, oh, I know. Excuse me. The green Not bottle. Lotrimin. Lotrimin. You've Emodium. It doesn't start with an L. So she got me some emodium and some Dramamine. Yes. And I'm oh, just, are you pooping? I'm just pilling up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, okay. I'm six ways to Sunday. Every orifice oh, I have God. is leaking. Oh, and, dude. Uh, but there were no accidents. And I was very cool about cleaning up and purelling everything in the <coughs> restroom and making sure I wasn't, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to spread disease or anything, but I got to get home. Yeah, good on you, bro. Good, and good my, up. Uh, my flight ended up being delayed like three hours, but I think that was the best thing because I don't know how right. I would have handled on that being that bad on the airport. But like with all stomach virusy things, a couple hours of feeling like you're going to die and then everything just kind of settles down. <laughs> yep. Dude, I just got reintroduced by Jaime to Rick and Morty. I uh, I've heard a lot about this Rick and Morty, but I haven't gotten into it myself. I don't I haven't either. Tell me about Rick There's and Morty. There's a well, here's the thing. It's like a play on. I mean, the the basis of the show is is a total spoof on Back to the Future, yeah, mixed with Doctor Who. Okay. And so the Doc is also Doctor Who, and, and I mean, he's not any of those characters, but it's a total spoof on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, no, I know what you're saying. Uh, it's. Uh, the, the episodes that I saw in the past were, were pretty darn funny. And I, uh, 
I, I, I thought they were great. I saw them on Adult Swim and I was like, this is really funny. This is like Simpsons quality, like funny, you know, at their best. And, uh, whatever. And Jaime, whenever I went and saw him around the holidays, he, I showed him Kung Fury. Have you yeah, watched Kung Fury? Yeah, quality film. Kyle, have you watched Kung Fury? I, I haven't watched Kung Fury yet. Excellent I know, score. I know. The music in Kung Fury is fantastic. I know what it is, but I haven't. I just haven't had the time, and I just haven't done it. You can buy Dude, that movie on It's only on like 30 Steam. minutes, right? Is it like 30 minutes long? Yeah, it's only like 30 minutes long. It's on Netflix right now, and so it's 30 minutes long. It's on Netflix. You have no excuse. It's like on YouTube, man. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, whatever. It's it's wherever you look for it. It's life, but it's um it's so good. And Jaime had not seen it yet, and so I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" I I, I said, "You know who Mitch Murder is?" And he was like, "Yeah, oh, I've heard of Mitch Murder." Mitch Murder. And I was like, "Give me." I was like, "Dude, get with it. You have to watch. You have to watch Kung Fury right now." We were having a jam session that was about to just take off into the stratosphere and I I, I hit the parking brake just <laughs> and I said we have to go inside and watch Kung Fury right now and so we did that and uh, then we listened to some Mitch Murder after that and it was so good but I, then he I said I think in, in like one of the rare circumstances Jaime has influenced my musical taste like in a million different I can't even count the ways he's influenced my taste but in a rare instance, I think I am the one who introduced Jaime to Mitch Murder, which is so strange to oh, me. Oh, for sure. It's, it's way more his kind of music than it is my kind of music. I mean, you told me about Mitch Murder a long time ago, oh, and I then I Mitch watched Murder. Kung Fury, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't heard of Mitch, I haven't seen Mitch Murder's name at much less heard his music in like seven years or something since Jesse first told me about him a long time ago, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, we watch Kung Fury. Of course, it's the best thing in the world to watch it for the first time. And then it, the only <laughs> way it gets better is if you get to see people experience Kung Fury and see their, their reactions is so good. Um, you would love this movie, but, uh, it, it's so good. And, and, but, uh, we were uh oh we were we were done watching that and listening and he was like so are you uh you into Rick and Morty I'm like <laughs> not really and so he just plays this episode that was phenomenal and i was just i was floored by how awesome the the humor in it was i mean it was just hilarious and I talked to uh, my friend Josh about it the other day. He actually asked me about uh, Rick and Morty. And I was like, I just watched my first episode in like two years or something, uh, like a week ago. And he said, you know, there's some magazine that released the most tw 25 influential TV shows in TV history. Some like big magazine. And in the top five was Rick and Morty was in the top five. And Rick and Morty strikes me as one of those shows that uh, maybe not, it's not that mainstream, like mainstream people don't watch it, but people who make TV watch it. Like mainstream yeah. TV watchers don't watch it, but people who 
people who create television shows watch it. So it's it has its influence there, I think. Oh, yeah, dude. It was so... Oh, my gosh. It was so funny, man. And it was just an isolated episode that Jaime didn't just... He didn't just handpick some sort of like, let me specifically find this nugget that is the best episode for you to watch since you're not like super familiar with the show he was just like hey i haven't seen this one let's watch it and it blew me away i i never had anything like that in the airport but whenever uh my sister and my mom and i were going to china with some people from the church that we were attending at the time we uh like we're my cat's tearing up furniture. We are uh, in, I think we're we're in China at the time, and we're going from China. No, excuse me, we're in Japan, and we're going from Japan to China. And for it being the distance that it is, it was like the layover was way too long. But anyway, there was a uh, there was a McDonald's there, <clears throat> and I got like double cheeseburger and just i just smashed some mcdonald's in <laughs> japan and it was awesome i mean i i it was so awesome and uh well mcdonald's is better in other countries right well and i was uh i i had been on this plane i i it was one of those double decker airplanes have you ever been on one of those where it's like there's literally a second no, story on the airplane i've never <laughs> been on one that large it's so big. There's a we second don't ball story on the airplane. Say what? I said we don't ball quite that hard. Yeah. No. The, if you if you <clears throat> ever go that far or travel for that long of a time, you, you definitely will. And it, I was the center aisle. There's a center aisle instead of being uh, like or there's center seating. There's there's a the yeah, two there's, left there's two rows walkways there's two aisles left and right yeah. and then in the middle there's like six seats i've seen die hard too alex yes exactly <laughs> and i was in the i was in one of the two center seats i guess you could say i was in the right center seat on this on, on this row and it was just i i thought to myself oh this isn't so bad there were three large men to my right <laughs> One, two, three, and all of them slept for 13 hours. Nice. How? How? I don't, I mean, they must have taken like four Ambien. God, I wish I could have. I wanted nothing, that flight from Miami to Austin, I wanted nothing more than just to pass out, but I could not sleep to and i normally sleep on airplanes but i could not sleep to save my life and it was the worst and that flight was that flight was the most turbulent like it was the it was the most unsettling flight that i was i've ever been on and i and i mean i've been on a bunch of flights and so it it i've had been through a bunch of turbulence that one was the worst anyway we're in uh japan and we're gonna transfer to some Thing in China so that we can fly f- uh, from Japan over to Shanghai and hang out there for a while. And um, I grab double cheeseburger, all this kind of good stuff because I haven't hardly eaten and whatever. And I get on the airplane. We're, we're on the airplane. I'm full. 
I haven't hardly slept, uh, and I just I feel like crap. But I have a lot of really delicious McDonald's in my belly. Yeah. And I fall asleep while, like, while the plane is uh, taxing towards the runway to take off. I fall asleep, and um, the plane takes off, and the plane is going upwards. And I wake up. What I think, I, I mean, I assume this is like, I'll call it mid ascension because the fasten seatbelt lights are still on. You yeah. can't get up. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get up from your seat. You can have your cell phone on, whatever. but not your laptop. Right, right. And dude, I woke up and it was, it was like, bing. I don't know if it was one of those lights. I just feel like it was something that suddenly woke me up like that, where it I woke up and all of a sudden I know you are about to throw up. <laughs> You're not. I'm not necessarily. Yeah, I'm not necessarily sick, but you yeah, are you about know. to throw up. You know when you and uh, yeah. I was very thankful to not have like you know th- three or four people on either side of me this time. <laughs> I think I only had like one or two people to my side blocking my way. And so uh, I was just floored with this sensation of nausea as soon as I woke up. The instant that I did, there was no dreaming. I didn't dream that I would. Have you ever dreamt that you're sick and you wake up and you're sick? And it's like, uh, it wasn't anything like that. It was just bing. And I was like, holy crap, you're about to throw up right now. And uh, so I'm sitting there all of a sudden I, and I'm totally discombobulated. I'm trying to gather myself, breathe heavy. And, uh, I wait until the plane levels off and the light comes, the light turns off and it had only been, it took a, about like three to five minutes or something like that. And I am so extremely nauseated. I walk over to the, uh, the bathrooms because the seatbelt lights came off or whatever. Walk over to the bathrooms and the va- or the the uh, vacant light or whatever like switch off switches off like the instant I get over there and somebody has like shut it and locked it right before I turned or right before I ca- got out of the aisle. It's like oh my god, and so <laughs> I'm totally like crippling nausea. And thankfully, it was a dude. He took like one minute. He peed and he was done. He walks out, and I'm like peeling through the door. Like <laughs> You're I like pushing just, him out of the way. Yeah, I want to swan into dive into the bathroom <laughs> be, because I know I need to throw up. And so, like, this dude's coming out of the door, and I'm like wanting to just wrap my arm around to just get in there as quick as possible. And as soon as that dude gets you know, out of my range, yeah. it just shoots out. <laughs> and I mean, and I put my, my hand no, up. No. That was my, that was my first time for that. Your happen. first time? As many times as I've thrown up dramatically, it was my first time <laughs> sure, to yeah. have it go through the, the <laughs> finger, the gap in your fingers. Intensifier. Mm, that's gross. Nice. And that's disgusting. It, it just blanketed the bathroom. <laughs> no. So no, Jesse's talking guy. about being no, all conscientious and uh, helping you know, not to spread this and that. And I do appreciate that. I think everybody would. And, and, and if it's within your means, you should 
there is no way I could do this without some sort of an industrial uh, <laughs> you need like, a shop pressure washer. Bro, did you just yeah. leave it? Did you just leave it? You just walked out and acted like no, you didn't no, no, do no. It? I you like poke the, your head no, out, I, do the little to... two finger wave to the uh, hostess. Hello, yes, Sky <laughs> I waitress. Had to tell the I hostess, to... I was like, I just got sick in there. <laughs> Excuse like, me, Sky waitress. I... Uh, <laughs> do you have any like pine chips or? The, the wavy Vomit. finger directing. <laughs> it's, we've got. Do you have any uh, cat litter yes. on board, or like a or like uh, a soft fleece? Here's uh, and the thing about cleaning me is I was I was actually in a good situation to do that because this bat the bathroom I threw up in had a Purell dispenser, so I was able to like using paper towels and Purell actually kind of sterilize my whole zone. You you Purell the entire bathroom. Well, the parts I came into contact with, right, and the janitors were right there. But I'm, I'm just oh glad God, like Alex! Oh my God! So what? What did happen though? Like, did you did flag it? a sky waitress? Did yes, just, yes, yes. Did you just chill? I had to. I had, to, just leave I had it? to flag the flight attendant and just tell him, like, "Hey, just come I out got, of the bathroom." I got low. majorly sick up in there just a second ago, and. There's not really any means that I have of like cleaning the situation that I created because it's a disaster. Like I didn't, I didn't put it that way, but I put it like it's really bad. And God, how could you mitigate? To- how could you mitigate that? Could no, you, dude. Could you pretend? And the to be thing challenged? is, is not. It's not like I was like. Oh, I just drank like four Powerades after I did a 5K and pfft, it's not a, like that. You had a quarter it's of not a, just like a bunch of red Kool-Aid. No, this you just had a like quarter pounder. like a double cheeseburger and a large fry yeah. and probably something else. Like I had a lot mm. of mm. chunky substance in my gullet. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. You're freaking disgusting. Hey, wait, while we're here, while we're all here, the Halo story. Oh, no. That Brett recounted, is that all that needs to be said about that story? It was incorrect in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was oh, it? Oh, now, now we get, what? and now we hear the rest of the story. <laughs> well, now, it, there, there was, a uh, there were, some of it was, was on point, um, I mean, he even admitted that, like, he got some of it wrong. He was telling the wrong story as he went. But, no, um, me and a lawn man were pretty much, I don't know the guy's name. If I saw him on the street, I'd call him lawn man. People in the cafeteria Jones used to just call me porkin sometimes. Um, that checks out. Would you fight him on the street right now oh, if you saw him no, on the street? No, Would you ever. throw a gauntlet on the ground right now if you saw no, him? No, no. He, he was like that towards me. I was never like that towards him. Did I remember, right? I mean, maybe I have a rose-colored memory. But so we were kind of rivals before the Asian kid showed up, left hand of God. That's a different story altogether. He was kind of like season two of Halo drama. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so anyway before pre-left hand of god um when lawn man and i we did have a competition 1v1 and like everybody was watching in their dorm rooms and stuff it was like 
Um, and I, you know, Brett and I were together and I was like, you know, I'm going to choose levels. I'm not that good at it's whatever. If I lose, I mean, he'll probably beat me anyway. I might win. Doesn't matter. It didn't matter. But, um, one time Brett and I were dicking around and the way it works in college and like younger people may not understand this, but, uh, so Xbox, you would just plug into the wall, and you would just have to wait on a match to happen, right? Yeah. So I, so I would like be at cl- be home from class, and I'd be laying in my dorm room, and I would just have a a game queued up, and I'd just be like reading or sleeping or doing something else, and then I would hear Slayer. <laughs> I would hear that, and then I would know it's time to. Get How long play. would you have to to really like cue in to the? To oh, I mean, the, like no, I would request, just like, right? I, like especially Halo One. Like you just like say your box is ready, right? Like you just like cue your box up, and then somebody just joins your network. There's only one network. This is before Xbox Live, but anyway, so I would just leave it running, and like literally, I mean, there it'd be like an hour or two, but then someone would join up. Oh. And then we would oh, play. Okay. Sometimes it would only be like 10, 15 minutes. But, but anyway, when Halo 2 happened, uh, you could play as not only as Master Chief and multiplayer, but the Arbiter, like the elite guy. So one day, me and Brett, again, we were a great duo. We were kind of dicking around. And we said, hey, Lawn Man and Soccer Style on. Let's just dick around. We were being overly confident. I don't know. We were just being really silly. We weren't very serious like we usually were. So we made a leap. So we were made elite we're usually characters. really serious. Serious about this, right. So, like, you know, I always had, like, brown, and I was, like, Master Chief. My name was Porkins, and he was always, like, black or something. And so, th- we made aliens, Tactical like, one colors. was pink. Right, one was pink, and another alien was, like, and it was kind of well-known the alien wasn't as good, like, the hitbox was different or something. And one person's name was, like, Lawman is gay, and another person's name was <laughs> equally as stupid. And... We're playing and we're just getting destroyed, and they and they know it's us, right? Like who else right. would make that joke? Who else would do this? So we're getting destroyed, and like halfway through the match, we're like, we start start to realize, like, wait, this is a real game. They're gonna think we're being serious. We're obviously taunting them. We got to figure something out. So we we get just destroyed. I mean, like worse than we've ever been beat. So Brett, so in the dorm, you have. Like the sweet connecting room in the middle, right? Right. So Brett's like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> so I'm in my door. So Brett goes through the suite. I don't know who my, if I had suite mates at the time, I don't remember, but he goes through the, through the bathroom, through the suite, and goes around the other edge and like sprints around the dorm, like just, just around and away, right? Because he's like, he knows they're coming. He knows they're coming to talk crap and be like, oh. Mind you, our listeners don't understand. That Brett is a giant of a <laughs> Oh, huge. yeah. No, he's, he's like 6'4". Yeah. A few hundred is, pounds. But he, At this time, he was four, like... 6'4", you're like, oh, pish posh, 6'4". He was like 6'4", 250 at this point in time, maybe. Like yeah. two, no, 230, 250 in college, he's probably. He's built like a high rise. Right. Dude, Offensive in, in high school, in high school, we... I would I I put my thigh up to his wrist and his wrist was bigger around than my thigh. Yeah, his wrist is he has huge like bone structure, like just a just a massive being, right? Yeah. So he uh And yet he can he can do a kick into the air and yes. fall into a split like a ballerina. Right. I actually had a picture I found of him doing a split at home and over the holidays. That's a different story. But it's anyway, a beautiful thing. it is beautiful. 
So, but he he <laughs> off right agile is it. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and then I you know I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What's Brad got planned? I don't know. I, I can't remember if he had told me the plan. I think he had told me on his way out. He's like, this is what we're going to do. He's like, you know, tell him, tell him I wasn't here. I wasn't here and your cousins were playing or something. Or maybe I said that. I don't know. I think it was his idea. But anyway, so he runs off. I mean, like like 30 seconds later, I get knocked on the door and the dudes are out there. They're like, oh, but two, three, I come out. I'm like, what's up, guys? And I, they're like, we just beat you. I'm like, uh, what, what are you talking about? Uh, and then he's like, yeah, dude, come on, man. We just beat the crap out of you guys. Like, Halo or whatever. I was like... I was like, oh, what? No, I was like, my cousin and his friend were here. Um, yeah, like my friend, uh, my friend Eric, uh, my cousin Eric and his friend Lars were here or whatever. And I don't know why. There's a guy that we carry named Lars, and maybe we had mentioned playing Halo with him or something. He was a friend of mine, Scott Hathorne, and he were roommates of William Carey. I don't know. We mentioned Lars. And we and what was funny is like we called Lars Val Kilmer because he looked like Val Kilmer, young Val Kilmer. Jesse looks like now Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go any further. Don't go any further. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Jesse. I'm kidding, Jesse. I'm kidding. No, but so this guy looked like kind of like Val Kilmer, right? So so anyway, so so I come out. I'm like, no, I'm at my cousin and his friend. Lars just left or whatever, right? And they're like, nah, man, you no, come on. I was like, yeah, like, Brett's, what are you talking about? So then, like, maybe 20, 30 seconds later, Brett walks up. Like, he wasn't there. Like, he was coming by to check, like, just to hang out in here. So, Brett walks Was he whistling? No, but he, he did have a smile on his face from what I, he maybe didn't, I don't remember. I was like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, oh, no, man, I thought your cousin was over here. I was like, no, nah, they just left. He, Lars is over here too. They were playing. He's like, oh, Val was over here? Oh, man. I hate him. <laughs> and they were like, dude, you're messing with us. We were like, dude, what do you, we're like, Lama, what are you talking about? Do you want to play Halo? Like, go back over there and we'll beat your ass. Like, if you want to play, <laughs> I, like, what, like, my, I don't know what to tell you, man. We, you know, we always play as our guys. Like, they asked us, He's like, what about Lawman's gay? I was like, we told them, name your character that. Like, they've never even played the game before. I don't, I don't know, man. We were just, I was doing something else. Yeah. So that is the big <laughs> lie. That's the big lie we take to our grave. And um, if I saw, yeah, soccer you only style take it to your man, grave and the public internet. Right. No, if I ever saw these guys, I would tell them that. And maybe they knew halfway knew, but they left nah, there. They probably knew. They, well, I'm pretty sure they didn't know. I mean, they left there. I was convinced that they did not know and that we sold it very well. Um, but that was the wow. story that Brett was trying to tell last time. I, I need to. I, 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 I love this saga. <clears throat> and I love it. It's like that. It's like that. Uh, that movie uh, Flashpoint <laughs> where, where everybody saw. The shots fired from a different vantage point. So, uh, wasn't that with uh, Dennis Quaid or something? Dennis Quaid, thank you. I was gonna say his name, but I like also in inner space. Mm. Ooh, there's your callback. No, 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 no. So, how can you be like, we created these characters and we're playing this game against Stalker style and. Uh, whoever the heck did or do yeah, lawn man, yeah, yeah, lawn man. How can we? And then it's like all of a sudden you realize, oh, that we're playing for keeps. 
we're playing a real no, game. No, like we we were under the assumption we were we were overly confident. We were like taunting them. You know, we'd queued up for a game. They thought they were this just is before, like headsets and stuff. Like, yeah. so we were like, let's make some aliens and like name them like Lawman's gay and just like poop all over them, like Teabag City. And we were being goofy. We weren't focused. We were overly confident. And we got messed. See, that's up. your mistake. You tried to have fun playing a video game, right? And we got messed <laughs> up. So that that is that is what was happening. We were like, "Hey, let's just." We were just being ridiculous, and we paid for it. Um, I don't. Yeah, that's what started why. this downward spiral yeah. of deceit. Yeah, it is. I don't remember why we were being such douchebags, but <laughs> we were. Uh, you don't really need an excuse when you're in college. I, oh, I this, brutally disgusting. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, man. That's real. That's real rough. Um, like having that conversation. Uh, have you ever been around me when I threw up, Alex? I don't throw up a lot. It's not. I know some people like throw up a lot, but I don't. Like me, I, I've thrown up many, 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 many. It takes many times. It takes a life. whole no, lot to make. It basically a takes a stomach virus to make me throw up. But when I throw yeah, I up, it is hurl. it's the most. No, violent. I don't think I've ever. I've never. I've never heard you throw up before. I it's the most <laughs> violent experience. <laughs> like it's the most violent no. bodily experience I've ever had. Is throwing up is. Like, for instance, uh, when I was throwing up in the airport, I threw up so hard that I burst capillaries through my no. throat. So, I was bleeding in my, like, I had a nosebleed, sinus bleed. I'm lucky I didn't burst anything in my eyes. Because, like, just my throat and my sinuses were bleeding from the blood pressure of me throwing up so hard. That's how I, that's yeah, how dude. hard I throw up. Now, imagine up, me like, one doing that so into my own oh, hand yeah. and trying to, like like blow it off as cool guy hung over new year's eve and just like every muscle in my body trying to eject what's in my stomach uh -huh. while handing something to a tsa agent to be like no ah. i i've had the uh i i, I i've never it's thrown so, up it blood or anything so or, or had blood come out of my nose when i throw up but i've thrown up so hard that i get a tiny red spots all around underneath my eyes and that's a that's like that it, they're called a uh, petechia and it, it's like yeah. it's really it sucked it's, bad it's real bad i've had that and i have had the blood vessel in the eye burst oh yeah just like across the across the sclera just like just yep. looks like yeah it looks like a huge gash i had um I see. The thing is, though, it, I can be throwing up and it not be something that I consider a huge deal. And if somebody who's around who's not usually or who isn't a who doesn't know that I am somebody that's throws, throws up often, yeah. I mean, throw I throw up, up like if I, yeah. if almost I'm almost like spit up I, I, many, many times in my life, I've thrown up. Uh, and it, it just people will be like, dude, dude. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's not like, anything. No, there was. A, You're not. A, you haven't I heard do this anything. after every meal, pal. No, there was just too much this. salt on those chicken nuggets. That's all. <laughs> I don't think There's, I have any. The most gentle vomit I've ever witnessed 
was uh, I went to Six Flags with the four J's. It was me, Jesse, my friend Jason, my friend Jimmy, and my friend Jeremy. Jeremy had to ride in the... We drove from Mississippi to Atlanta to go to Six Flags. Jeremy had to ride in the front seat because he gets motion sick. And the whole way there, I was like, we're going to Six Flags. <laughs> if this is that big of a problem, then maybe... Yeah. But he had Dramamine. He had all this kind of stuff. So, he he was actually okay while we were at the park. After, soup, after Superman, <laughs> he had to take a moment. There was a moment where I thought we were going to have a disaster because he came off of Superman and he just sort of sat there with his hands on his hips, like looking, like swaying, looking like something was about to happen. And one of the park ladies came, or the park girl, like the some 12-year-old that works at Six Flags walks over and is like, excuse me, sir, are you okay? And he just snaps his vision straight into her eyes and grabs her on the side of the shoulders and he's, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm fine. I was like, in that split second, I was like, he's going to throw up in this girl's mouth. It's going to be awful. But that didn't happen. So we had ah, this whole big, big day at Six Flags and we get back to the hotel and we go down to the hotel bar and me and Jason have a couple drinks. Uh, Jimmy doesn't drink. So me and Jason have a couple drinks. And Jeremy has a tequila sunrise. <laughs> he man. orders a tequila sunrise. Ooh, and about halfway through his tequila sunrise, I just look over at him. And he locks eyes at me for a second. And then I see his focus just go into the middle distance. It's like he's looking past to me. His vision is somewhere between <laughs> me and the wall at that moment. And he just goes... <laughs> His, that's his, it. That's the sound. His body is now on autopilot. That's what you saw. It's just a little bleh. And then the entire tequila sunrise, the funnel cakes, the corn dogs, everything this man has ingested in wow. the past 24 hours just, is now on the floor of the bar. It was literally like you just opened up a valve or something like that. Just like a little bleh. <clears throat> it's weird. <laughs> No, but I it was a very another, it was a very gentle story. experience. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like a, you had to do a double take. Like, did he really just throw up? Mm. Subtle, dude. I have a, a, a the person I ever saw throw up the the most gently. Uh, I like the way he put that earlier. So I'm going to use it again. Is uh, Jordan? And so He's this a is a man. Jordan story. And so uh, it, it's funny that I would be telling someone would be telling it. A story about Jordan, about uh, concerning our trip to Cancun. Uh, it was very colorful. This was before I so was. So was the tequila sunrise. Yes, this is uh, this trip to Cancun was was something else, and um, we were. Uh, I mean, I was I was I was nineteen whenever we went to Cancun. Yeah, and this was with my dad. That's old enough to get in and trouble my in sisters. Mexico. Yeah, it was my dad and my sisters and my brother and I and um and and his wife and we uh we were hanging out. Let me see. This is probably the third the third night in Cancun. We had stayed out late, hitting the town, doing it up. Really with, with your dad going? Yes. Oh, my dad does not. Uh, my dad is like a part of all of that, and so and like my dad, my dad can go way harder than I can go, and uh, he, he I can, can see that. Yeah, like I, I'm like a total wuss whenever it comes to the, to partying compared to my dad. <laughs> um, and 
So this is the next morning. We're all set to go on an excursion. And we get out on this big boat. And it's, uh, I mean, I'm really hungover. Jordan is very hungover. Uh, My sisters seem to be okay. I don't know if it's just genetics or something. I don't know. They got the gene that my dad got because my dad went to the gym that morning. Uh, I don't know. See, I don't get hungover. I don't drink a lot, but when I do, I actually feel... It depends on what I drink, of course, but if I drink, like, a lot of liquor, I feel fantastic the next day. So, I think that's just some people, man. So, I haven't gotten this hungover in a long time, but the story is not about me. Uh, it's about Jordan. And so we, we both, uh, got sick at a couple points during that morning, but that, the, we went on this excursion. The excursion was these little speed boats and some snorkeling pit stops on the speed boats. And it was really awesome. And it was very like, you know, we are in the ocean. And so we're sitting there on the waves the whole time. And so it's turning, tossing and turning our stomachs. Uh, that being said, there, the, it was a very serene excursion. When we kind of tether the little speed boats back together at the end of the excursion. And it, this was out like on a barge. That's like not yeah. at, on land at all. We tether the speed boats back together or whatever, and the bar this boat comes back around, big boat, double decker, whatever, comes and gets us. We're thinking it's going to be the same type of boat that uh, dropped us off, and it's like super fiesta, <laughs> like loud, blaring music, and I'm sitting there, and we're on the we're on the second tier. The Say what? I said you look up my dad's driving the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're sitting there and I'm on the back uh, like we're on the second story of of that little whatever and I'm on the back we're at the very back of it just with my hands on my head or whatever and we're just reclining just trying to uh not get seasick all o- on top of everything else. <laughs> and uh Jordan is right next to me. And the boat is going at such a rate to where it's like literally tilted backwards a great degree. Gotcha. It's hitting those waves. And uh, it's not like really jostling a whole lot, but it is tilted back a pretty good bit. Um, And all of the sudden, and mind you, this whole time it's... Like, oh my gosh, like crazy music. And I was like, this is way too loud. And <laughs> this dude comes out all of a sudden and he's got a, like a white tank top and a whistle in his mouth. And he's got all this right, giant... Right giant bottle in his hands and it's like it's just totally deep blue like toilet water blue like nice if you have a deodorizer blue and he's shaking it up and then he would just start blowing the whistle and he would just squirt it uh into somebody's mouth and just like all right Blow the whistle like he was counting to 10 
or something like that. Just a long time because it was fizzy and it was when he would shake it up, it would, I don't know, create pressure or whatever. And he is doing this and I'm like, nope, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do this. No, thank you. And Jordan is not even paying attention. He's got his head back and he's just like, oh my God. Uh, and like this dude's just like, beep, 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 beep. And Jordan like raises his head up and he's like, <laughs> and he just, Jordan's just like, all right. And Jordan just literally like, he's just lifting <laughs> like his head up. I like that split second decision. You feel like you're dying, but you see a guy <laughs> shake a, a can of blue water up and you're like, well, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, bring Jordan it on. Done. Jo- all Jordan Let's did was this. like raise his head. Just like okay. And there. So for like ten seconds, the dude just you know s- rockets like blue tequila <laughs> into his mouth, and uh, then Jordan drinks it and he swallow. And he's like t- he takes the last little like swallow, and I was like, oh my gosh, I would die. And he was like, hold on. And he just leans over. He just literally rolls over. (laughs) And over the back of the boat, and like this is, I mean, just straight into the water, he just breathes it out. He's just like this. (laughs) (sighs) It was just just like a a gentle breeze out of his mouth. (laughs) Not so much much a vomit as it was just like a stomach nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've never heard somebody we're, vomit like that. It was just like, not gonna oh do my that. gosh. <laughs> it only made it like three-fourths of the way down. He's just like, <sighs> <laughs> yep, that was it. Wow. I mean, it, 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 it was just it was just flowing for, yeah, like 10 seconds out of his mouth. It was, it was incredible. The best throw up I'd seen. The <laughs> least, least gross throw up I've ever seen. Too, because it was all just very blue. There was only it was a uh, that was the only thing it was consisting of, you know. And it was and there were no gross noises involved. So I I actually hold that as a fond memory. I think we could all admit that we want to be more like Jordan in that way when we throw up. I always Dude, want to be more like Jordan. Jordan was. A I want cool to. No, here's man. the thing. I just want to throw like this. Oh yeah, dude. I, that all Jordan did was breathe it out. He like I throw like up, this. and then like my nose hurts and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> man. God, when I throw up, it is like almost like an out of body experience. It's like <laughs> my too. soul is being ejected. Yeah, oh, your body's God, an autopilot, so, well, and a demon is I'll calling really, out you. I'll be really nauseated, and I'll have a really bad headache, and I'll be like, if I throw up. I won't be quite as nauseated. Yeah, that's the thing. You and reach then, that point where you want to throw up so bad, but I always reach that point where I want more than anything else in the entire world to throw up because I know I'll feel better afterwards, but it's like two minutes away, and I know it's two minutes away, and I just have to sit there and feel awful. Ugh. No, to me, though, the last... As many, I mean, the last time, like handful of times as I can remember that I've had that experience where it's like, oh, my head is pounding and I'm really nauseated and I have to throw up and let me just get it over with because I'll feel better afterwards. 
I will feel worse <laughs> and my head will feel my my forehead will literally feel like it's about to shoot off the front of my face like <laughs> oh like it the pressure gets so bad like throwing mm-hmm. up is totally not worth it for me in that regard at that point but wait uh, to add to what Kyle said uh Ezra is my hero whenever it comes to a lot of things but whenever it comes to being sick because he he milks it just enough, not too much, just enough to where he can bit. play. His, you got to do it a little bit. I mean, he's, he he gets to where he, he he gets to watch the shows that he wants to watch and yeah. play the video games whenever he wants to play. No, that's, and all so he's that kind just of stuff. making sure you're paying attention at that point. You know. Yes, but if he and if he's really sick, he'll just be like, "Oh, guys, I gotta go." And he'll just and it's not like. Oh, I feel so, I feel so gross. And he'll never be like, he'll never say anything about it. He'll just like get up and be like, oh, I got to go. And he'll just walk over. And he did this when he was two years old. Run to the toilet and just be like, oh, I got to go. Run to the toilet, put his hands on the toilet and just go, what, what? And then just be done and not cry and not do anything like kids do. Because when Karis throws up, it's automatically all over in her hair. It's it, <laughs> it like it's, teleports it's all over into the roots of her hair. <laughs> yes, it, it's in her hair. It's all over her clothes. It's she's it's coming out of her nose, and she she doesn't know how to blow her nose. All of a sudden, she can't blow her nose, and it's like. <gasps> And it's like the worst thing in the world that could ever happen. And and it, it's all at once. And it's so terrible. And it's never-ending torment. But with Ezra, it's just never like, oh, it's like, give me a second, dudes. I'll be right back. <laughs> he just goes over, puts his hands on the toilet, looks down at it like this, and does whatever he needs to do. And then he just runs back. And he would be just like, yeah, I'm good. He wouldn't even, he wouldn't say anything about how he felt or cry do, do or you complain think, about uh, it at all. Do you think that's an embarrassment thing or do you think he's just a hard ass? When he was two years old, he did it. And so it was just kind of like... Yeah, that shouldn't be an embarrassment thing then, yeah. I think he's just yeah, a hard ass. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of got it done with. I think you're like raising like a general with. or something. No, Ezra just knows what's up. He's like, oh, bro, I'll be right back. What? <laughs> right. All right. What's yep. up? Get what it out. Is this good. Adventure Time? <laughs> Thank you for putting up with this episode of Wizard Opinion. Sorry it got a little gross. Tune in next time because Kyle Mathis and I will be talking about video games. We'll talk about uh, the new XCOM game, along with a few other things we're playing. So be sure to look out for the next episode. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Um, I was thinking earlier, though, I was I made that short list of our common topics as a joke. Uh <laughs> Uh, what was it, it like? Space, uh, poop. Uh, well, butts, space, poop, time travel movies. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
reptilian aliens and um, card games that you'll kill people over in a video game, mind you. Yes. 